Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to Mother. No, it's Mother. Welcome to Mother, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences. We're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way you never have before, but have always needed. It's time we rewrite the Mud Her Code. Well, hello and welcome to Mud Her Podcast, Rewriting the Mother Code with Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And I have an especially special guest on with me today, and his name happens to be Rich Lyons. Welcome, Rich Lyons. Well, thank you, Gertrude. I am <laughs> pleased to be invited back. I thought I was basically not going to be invited back. So it's good to be back <laughs> on your podcast. Yeah, I think it was really maybe around this time a year ago. So, but I was excited. It's February, you know, some consider February the month of love with Valentine's Day and all that business. Valentine's so Day. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely appropriate for us to come together and be together and share. And we had an event last night that you and I were we did. guests at. Yep. Um, it was the right foundation for the realization of human potential fundraiser. And I would like to talk about that a little bit because I think it exemplifies there were, it was an hour long event. We had a speaking part um, at the end, but in that that we had, we got to reflect on our relationship, on ourselves individually and our relationship and how our work at the Wright Foundation has empowered us as a 
as individuals and as a couple, in addition to making a very big announcement, which I'd also like to talk about, because I think it is all related to our couple and how having vision, working on a relationship, the hard work that it does take, it has gotten us to this point today where, you know, we were featured, highlighted at this event a big part because of the work we've done together. So I thought I'd kind of open it up for us to riff on that a little bit, just kind of talk about what that event meant to us and how it was a definitely important event for us. I think we've come a long way for sure um, in terms of our relationship, in terms of us partnering, you know, and I think the event represents that in a big way. You know, I think it was the best. And when we've gotten feedback on this from people, but I think it was the best for us being together as a couple and for us representing our couple. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, everything from the literal delivery of it, um, I, I think was a, a turning point because we've done workshops together. We've done sure. webinars together. Um, but I think there was something particularly about this, even though it was probably seven minutes of airtime, you know, total seven, eight minutes. There was a way we came together. Um, I know for me personally, there was, I've been doing a lot of work on my presence and, you know, really showing up. And I think we showed up as equal partners, but also honoring our differences, you know, and, and really being there um, in a way that I think reflected the work we've done along the way as people and as a couple. Um, just in the literal delivery of it. Yeah. Would you, would you agree? No, I think for us to be there as two individuals, but also there as a couple. So kind of honoring our differences and our uniqueness and our difference in, you know, masculine and feminine, our differences in, um, you know, how we deliver our personalities, but also you know, we were there with our uniqueness, but I think we were there as a couple as well, which I think is a, an important distinction. Yeah. No, and I, you know, not to go too much into this aspect, because I, I, I think there's more background we can give. Um, but just, you know, we, we got some coaching, you know, I brought my voice coach in to, you know, we, we did a run through of it with him and just to have him reflect and say, you know, in the, in his listening to it, you know, your energy and um, more assertive energy and how you were delivering versus my maybe more feminine, lower key energy um, was feeling, they were feeling pretty distant. And I just thought it was really cool to find ways to, we didn't have to completely change. One wasn't better than the other, but we could bridge them. Right. And I think there's something really metaphoric about that for our couple. Like I really worked on when I ended my piece to up level so that you could catch the ball and, and take it from there. And um, so one, you know, doing things together and getting coaching, we would have been fine without it. But, you know, knowing that coaching helps you do it better and you're going to learn something and and discover. And I thought the things we discovered just in that was really cool. Yeah, no, I think in terms of taking it to the next level, we practice, but also getting some outside feedback from professionals um, and professional coaches is is very important. And I think it, it made a difference for sure. And it showed that we care, right? Mm -hmm. That we cared to invest in, in coaching because we wanted it to be very good. Yeah. 
And I've been sharing with my listeners that one of my themes or words for the year is flow and embracing flow. And what does it mean to flow? And I think this, you know, is a perfect example of that. And I, it's something I want to, we're going to look at it a few different ways, but this is one example, like, you know, how do you embrace flow in a relationship and how consciousness, and I think this was, you know, somewhat of a small example, but definitely allows us to kind of expand on that topic. You know, what, what does it mean to be in flow in a relationship? And, and well, first of all, what, what's your take on that? And then maybe we can back. Well, up I think, I think we, I mean, we probably have to back up a little bit and look at what it means to not be in flow or, right. or look at where <laughs> we started and kind of, you know, come forward. Cause I think, you know, we started, you know, maybe with what I would say a more traditional marriage. Right. And I don't think either of us had a model of being in flow in a relationship, not mm -hmm. from our parents' relationships, for sure. Um, and even what that meant and, and what it meant to be partners. I mean, that was in our wedding vows to be partners and best friends. Um, but I don't think we knew what that meant. Right. Mm -hmm. We had a an old model view of partners, meaning I was going to make the money and you were going to be the mom. I mean, I don't mean to oversimplify it and that's yeah. not totally true either because you did work, but you know what I mean? We were, yeah. we were falling into a pattern of a, you know, more, you know, male dominated family, right? Even though we had two daughters, you right. know, so very ironic. And I think obviously we changed over time and and some of that growing, you know, we faced challenges that we can talk about. Um, but some of that growing was because we got coaching and because we wanted to be better and we wanted to learn and grow. And we knew there was something that was missing. Right. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting now to look back, you know, the well, we'll be coming up in June, we'll be 32 years married, which Oh, that just always throws me like, how can we be that old? But um, we are, you know, and having those inklings back then that, you know, we had no idea what was in store for us, but, you know, kind of starting with me having an inkling that um, when, you know, I, my boss at the time gave us that unsolicited advice to do premarital coaching, we, on the one hand, kind of thought that was crazy and really out there. But I for sure thought it was you crazy for, out there. Yes. More than you did. I for sure did. Right. Well, I did. But then I also thought, wow, you know, we really don't have role models for how to be in relationship. You know, we have, we even could identify then that there was alcoholism and divorce, you know, in our families and lack of partnership. So I can also look back now and say quite transparently, like, you know, you were a great catch. I didn't want to lose you. So, you know, even though I certainly wasn't coming from some overly enlightened perspective of why I thought this would be a good idea, it was definitely from, you know, a, a bit of a security uh, scarcity standpoint, but sure. at the same time, recognizing that if I was going to keep you and hang on, you know, we were going to have to work on it. And, you know, that, once you and I, and it's something I've loved about us, whether it's you or me kind of initiating us into something, um, we're both very open-minded once we're there, you know, we've had a lot of experiences once we get there that we're very aligned. And I felt like that was definitely one of them. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm always open-minded to the suggestion. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am a Taurus, you know, so I tend to be a little stubborn and bullheaded. Yeah. Um, but I think once I'm there, I'm open-minded and, and willing to hear the truth. But, you know, I, I think I wasn't open to the suggestion at first. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I always tell people that Gertrude's the best salesperson in our family because she's able to sell me on things like this and, you know, <laughs> get me to do things. But, but, you know, to what you were saying, you know, I think we fell in love with different aspects of each other. Like right. I fell in love with your aliveness. I fell in love with how you were willing to express, how you were willing to have fun. And so I thought by marrying that, then I would have it. Um, but I didn't, I don't think, have the vision, at least initially, that that meant I was going to have to change myself mm-hmm. and, and basically become that. I couldn't just rely on you to have it. I had to become more alive. I had to be, become more emotional. I had to do a lot of social emotional intelligence you know, education and learning and work through limiting beliefs to become a different model of man than I was taught. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think at the same time, you had to do the same to become a more powerful feminine leader. You know, and I think we're seeing that come together and we're seeing even more to come in the future. But I think as we're talking about flow and coming together, you know, I think we're more honoring of each other's gifts and sometimes trading gifts, like I'm doing more being and mm-hmm. you're doing more doing, you know, which is the opposite of how our relationship started. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love what you're saying. And, you know, I'm thinking about like what I fell in love with, you know, and that's something we've definitely learned about in relationship that there's always kind of two sides to what you're falling in love with. And, and I think some of it is very tender and dear. Um, but like, you know, I fell in love with your solidity. I fell in love with your mass, you know, this just powerful masculine presence that you have and, you know, and your attractiveness. So I'm not going <laughs> to deny that, um, you know, that part of it, but your surety, you know, your, you know, willingness to just do hard things and, and uh, focus and things like that. And, you know, I, I can love those parts about you, but like you said, they're also kind of unowned parts of myself, you know, things right. I, I, I kind of hired you or, you know, married you to hold for me. And it has become not necessary from a standpoint, but necessary for my full being, you know, for me to be the most me I can be is to reclaim uh, my masculine and, and understand that I'm doing that in service of of my feminine. And so I can, you know, bring more of the feminine out into the world, but I can't expect you to hold it all and be all of that. And I like it, you know, when I'm doing it and that's, that's the other thing. So, you know, loving those parts of you, but also not being dependent on them, I guess is something I've definitely learned. No, for sure. And I think, you know, we went through challenges. It's not like that kind of change is easy. I mean, I think we faced challenges at different points and, you know, in our relationship and even times where we were competitive with each Mm -hmm. other and we wouldn't talk about it. I mean, you know, speaking of, you know, mothering and, and kind of the mothering journey. I mean, that was a time where, you know, we definitely felt breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a big change. And even though we were pretty conscious, or at least we thought we were, 
in terms of conception and inviting a child into our life and we love our life and we're going to keep our life, it's still, you know, we regressed and then even competed. Like I remember, you know, unconsciously and sometimes consciously, right? We were competing to who was going to be the best parent, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think we forgot, you know, in that regression about our couple. You know, we tried to have dates, we tried to do things, but I think that's where coaching was so important to us just to see, like, you guys are competing, you're not supporting each other. And I think, you know, those kind of challenges, having coaching and having an outside perspective really served us. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico, Zihuatanejo, meaning land of the goddess women, and coming to really take time for yourself, okay? And that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go. It's a five and a half day retreat getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone, I will be honest. You know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. Yeah, no, it was, and you know, and as I've done work, you know, on this mothering journey and my doctorate and stuff, it's, I, I felt like, you know, we worked on some of those in the beginning, you know, where I felt like, you were trying to be the better parent and it was disempowering to me. Um, 
and it helped us get through it. But then, you know, later when you can have some distance and perspective, you, you know, we've gone back to it and, and had more of the feelings. And I think that's something I've really valued about, you know, having coaching and in all of our coaching in that realm came from doing work at the right foundation, right. On our couple, uh, the couples program and the parenting program, you know, because this stuff's hard, you know, being a parent's sure. hard, um, being a parent and working, we, you were also parenting a business, you know, you were fathering a new business. I, you know, I was decided to go back to work, you know, at a point and those challenges and navigating them. And, um, but, you know, discovering that it was out of, for me, particularly out of my insecurity as a mom that I was competing. I was, you know, looking to try and be good at something, you know, or it's good at some aspect of it. And, you know, you had your own reasons for it, but uh, I, I felt like there were some, you know, some rough seas with all of that and having the opportunity, you know, later to go back and, and revisit those spaces and, you know, get clear and current again and, and see if where we're still competing. Um, you know, it doesn't, not like it goes away, you know, where we learn the lesson once and, and it's done. Um, but we keep learning, you know, from it and growing. Well, and we keep working on our communication, which is interesting because when your when your boss Stan kind of recommended that we go do couples, you know, coaching, it was to work on our communication. And I think we continue to work on our communication, and and I guess more specifically, to be able to say "ouch," you know, to be able to tell each other, you know, when we're hurt, you know, to be able to talk about, you know when we get hurt instead of going to anger, but looking at the fear that comes up, looking at the hurt. And I think parenting and being a new parent for the first time throws you into all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I watch you with this little baby and I'm, you know, you never want to admit this as a father, but it's kind of like, I'm jealous. Like, where's my position? I'm kind of on the outside now, yeah. you know? And so then competition and we weren't really talking about it. So I think, you know, as you were saying, focusing on our growth work. And we spent time as a married couple before we decided to have children. And I think the right foundation, you know, really had us focus on ourselves first. If you, you know, if we go back, we both worked on our selves as individuals before we then decided to come together as a couple and yeah. then decided to be parents. Yeah. No, I, I'm, so grateful that we had that space and time and that we took it, you know, to do that because I, 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 for us personally, can't imagine having gotten married and then having a child or baby like right immediately. Oh gosh. It's no, so I, my mom was 21 when she had me and I couldn't even imagine that. Like it seems impossible for me to imagine that given mm -hmm. my maturity level at 21. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And, you know, we're at a, at a, a new stage of parenting. Like literally I was just thinking about it when we recorded a year ago or so we, since then we've had a daughter, our youngest daughter graduate from college and move to San Francisco and our other daughter get engaged in planning a wedding. So some pretty big 
you know, kind of in your face, like you, you are no longer parents of young children. You're now parents of, of adults. And, you know, we're working on establishing that and noticing that even though they're adults, we still are challenged to, to stay connected and in relationship when we're around them. Sure. No, it's funny, you know, using the word flow and discussing, you know, your relationship flow, because, you know, we do notice when our adult children, you know, come back and visit, we love being with them and we love seeing them, but some of our, you know, disciplines and some of the foundational, you know, like our sharing with each other every day and our talks and other things, you know, it kind of, they kind of break down and that, you know, we need to look at, okay, how, how can we be more intentional, you know, in terms of the flow of our relationship, you know, when our environment changes, right? You know, when we travel, when we go on vacation, when we're with other people, yeah. uh, because it's a little easier, I guess, when it's just the two of us and we're kind of in our routine. Yeah. But how do we really ebb and flow, you know, through all of life's events, right? And including, you know, our children becoming adults and negotiating, those relationships with adult children. Yeah, no, I, I, and uh, I also want to name, cause yes, that's, that's been something big that we've been working on, but I think have had more intention around it this year. And we've actually been doing better planning ahead um, when these times are happening and setting up even more systems to give us, you know, a, a least a better chance of us not just drifting off and and staying connected and I think recently it brought us back to advice we got when we for our wedding day remember and we were I think we were telling Morgan and Mitch this our daughter and soon-to-be son-in-law you know on your wedding day you know how important it is to stay together right and visit people and be with people but do it together and you know, I don't think we, until we were telling her, did we realize like, wow, that was, that was advice, not just for a wedding day, but for, um, for a marriage, right? I mean, not like you're going to be glued at the hip, not like you shouldn't have your own time with friends and alone time, but just to be aware that, you know, there, you're going to get pulled in a lot of directions and stay conscious of staying together. So the whole night, AKA your lifetime doesn't go by your children and you've been so separate, you didn't even have the same experience together. Yep. And I think that really hit home for us when we when we realized that. Well, I think, you know, you mentioned consciousness. I think, you know, really choosing that matters and doesn't mean you're always together, but are you thinking about each other? Are you holding each other in consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not easy and it doesn't mean you always will. And And having some, you know, empathy, sympathy, forgiveness, you know, when you break down, because basically you will break down, you know? So if, you, if you're thinking you're not going to break down, that's when the real problems happen because then you extend how long you're in breakdown for, right. you know? So being aware and conscious, like we're going to break down, it's going to happen. That's okay. But can we recognize it early? And that's, that's why we do some of the tracking that we do. That's why we look at some of the metrics. That's why we track how many dates we have. That's why we track you know, sharing with each other uh, on a daily basis. You know, that's why all those things are important because then we can identify when we're in breakdown more quickly so we can get out of it because we're always going to break down. We're always in breakdown, right? So, 
No, I love that you brought that up because bringing up the metrics and how we track, that's you bringing the masculine, right? The systems that can then support us being together and being in relationship. And we've been working at those for a while. I mean, always some level through our relationship, but really even more so probably in the last few years. And then at the beginning of this year, we declared that for a goal or a vision for ourselves for this year is great. We have all these structures and and we do them, but let's now start speaking of flow, use them to flow even more, right? To flow yeah. more spontaneously, to flow fun, to say the unsayable and, you know, and, and take it new places for us. And we've, we've been dipping our toe in the water with that, <laughs> I would say, but when we're on again next year, we can, you know, report, right. report how it's, how it goes for us. But well, I think we're adding a more qualitative component to all of it. Cause you can right. do all the things. It's kind of like mailing it in, yeah. like you can have a date, you know, you can track all these things. We can work out together. You know, we can do our shares, but the quality could suck. Right. So like, are we having fun? Are we being spontaneous? Are we being alive? Are we having our feelings and expressing those, which makes a difference. So we're kind of, trying to add the aliveness factor in and, and a lot more play and fun. No, I agree. Um, well, I love talking about this with you <laughs> <laughs> and sharing it. And I, I always trust that, you know, the listeners are going to get value and I always love to hear and open up hearing from them and, and invite that, you know, we're, we're down here in Mexico. Now this, is a place that we have built together and we've done it very intentionally and consciously. And something I, I know about our couple from the planning, our wedding, you know, all the way through is we do projects well together. You know, we, it's, it's a place we come together and I, I, absolutely. you know, we bring our different skills and talents and, and when it came, when we decided to build this place, I mean, you had the big vision, you know, of expanding it and having, a big meditation space and, you know, more space than I felt comfortable with. Um, but, you know, you had this vision for, for uh, what you wanted basically. And that that's been big work along the way. And for you know, bringing people here. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then expanding it to like, okay, we can bring people into this space and, you know, started dreaming and envisioning, you know, for me, like women and mothering retreats and you, um, with business consulting and entrepreneur or CEO train, you know, trainings down here, but in this beautiful space, conscious, intentional space. And then eventually maybe even, you know, trainings that we do together, which I, I think is a little Some twinkle couple, in our eye. Training, absolutely. So all that being said, we, you've had some, some business consulting trainings down here. And now I am going to be leading a retreat down here in Mexico on March 18th to the 20th. So that is the spring equinox. Um, it's just a beautiful time of year with spring and the elements and, you know, people, we've had people down here more lately that COVID is lifting some and everyone who comes here talks about how magical it is. And they say like, no matter how much you told us it was and try to describe it, they're blown away with, there's just really is something about this place, I've described it as medicine, you know, in, in just that really positive way. So um, that is happening. And you 
listener can win a discounted ticket, so to speak, to that training. If you rate and review my show on Apple Podcasts, and when you do that, screenshot it and DM it to me, direct message it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. Always remembering the most important thing to mother is yourself. So give yourself permission to think about this, to dream about coming down here and spending a whole weekend in this place that we've given birth to, you know, that we consciously conceived and have now given birth to. Isn't it so cool? Like this is something we've been dreaming about and thinking about now it's actually happening. No, it's exciting to have people be able to come down and share. It's a very conscious place, a conscious community. I mean, you have the ocean, you know, we see whales, we see dolphins. I think, I think it gets into your blood. Like I, I promise you, you'll feel more relaxed, more open, and you'll remember what's important. And I think that's that's the beauty of of getting away, you know, mm-hmm. and it's important for all of us to have that time to kind of get away and get out of our daily routine so we can remember, remember what's important and vision into our future for all of us. Yeah, I'm going to say one more thing and then we're going to close. Um, another reminder to rate, review, subscribe to my podcast um, if you haven't already. And also, please sign up for my newsletter. I'm so excited about this. This has just been happening for the last couple of months. There's a link in the show notes for the show. You'll receive exclusive content and updates about all of my upcoming events. And as always, listen to Mother every other Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, So in closing, Rich, honey, um, (laughs) I just want to say out loud and I'm so proud of and so grateful for you and I'm proud of our relationship but I'm so grateful for you to have a partner um, that's committed and dedicated to his growth and development and it's that's been you know pretty extensive and difficult at times but you have just stayed the course and stayed in there and I can't imagine, I do actually shudder to imagine our lives without having, you know, worked on ourselves. And I just want to say how hugely grateful I am to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And, you know, thanks for leading the way. So I appreciate that. And uh, I love our partnership and love you. Mm, Thanks. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Mother. Wait, no, subscribe to Mother Her. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful, and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons, or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com. I'll see you next time.